Broadcasting from Oklahoma, the tornado capital of the world, home of the Oklahoma City Thunder and the University of Oklahoma Sooners. This is the Curated Experience Show, a weekly podcast about the customer experience with viewpoints you will not hear anywhere else. And now your host, author, and customer experience expert, Amas Tanuma. Welcome to the Curated Experience. I am your host, Amas Tanuma. If this is the first time of you listening to our show, our show has one mission, to help organizations get intentional about customer experience. So I've got a uh, special show for you today. I've, I've got a, um, a guest on, and we're doing something a little unusual today. We have an actual and consumer on the phone today. So today I've got John on, um, and John's got uh, a story to, to share with us about his experiences um, with the uh, phone company. John, are you still with us? I am here. Hi, John. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. And I, I wanted I wanted to jump right in. Um, you know, we we got in touch because I read um, your experiences with uh, one of the companies you do business with. It's uh, one of the big ones. So if you wouldn't mind, just give give us a brief synopsis uh, of what your experiences were, what went wrong, and, and the points of failure. Uh, sure. Um, it's it's a lot, and it's <laughs> <Right>. complicated. <laughs> right. um, I, I think maybe part of the problem is that I don't, I don't really understand what was going on. Right. And part of that problem is because the company didn't really understand what was going on. But <laughs> in a nutshell, um, I... I, I moved and I had to call to change my address uh, to get my service transferred. Um, and I was primarily concerned about getting my cable and my internet moved. Um, but I also had a, have a, uh, a cell phone service with this company and a, um, a VOD line, I believe is what it's called. Yeah. Um, that's something that I received, um, I don't know, maybe eight months ago when I had called for some other issue. They, and they, you know how they say, well, we want to look at what kind of promotions we might have available for you right. right now. Let's just see what we have to offer you. And I say, I'm really happy with what I have. I don't really have time. I'm not interested. It's just like, let me look, let me look. Okay, fine. Right. And they said, well, there's this VOD, there's this phone line. It's a landline that you can get hooked up to your home and it's for free (laughs) and you, it's part of your package. You don't have to change anything. You just, you might as well take it. Who knows? You might need it in case of emergency. Okay, fine. Thanks for the free phone line. So I went out, went to target, bought myself a little phone. I haven't bought one of those in about 15, 20 years. (laughs) And, um, you know, I had a landline. Well, when it came time to transfer my, my service for my move, um, Apparently, that VOD line got got woven into the mix in some kind of complicated form. And they said that there were some kind of federal regulations that they couldn't do a, a, a move as, as long as there was one of these VOD lines. Right. So I, I said, go ahead and cancel it. Just <laughs> I, don't, I never wanted it to begin with. Right. Get rid of it, right? Right. Um, but there was a problem there was a problem one with canceling it. And there was also a problem with the change of address because apparently there's one department that, you know, the, the cable and the internet, I think it sounded like we're part of the same department. Um, they had my address, but then there was also the mobile side that had my address. And then the VOD line, I, I'm not really quite sure where that came into play, but 
everybody seemed to have a different address for me. Well, I shouldn't say they had a different address, but I, I would call one to change my address and to come to find out the other one didn't have my address. And so, wow. and then the other one didn't have my address, or my new current address. And right. there was, at one point I had to call and I, I remember talking to the woman and I, I said, um, I'm calling to change my address because I'm moving. And she said, well, this is odd. I'm, I'm showing that your old address, but whenever I go into the system to put your new address, <laughs> it's showing that it's already there. So I can't change your address. And so we tried that. We tried three different times in three different ways. Okay, I'm calling. I'm trying to change my address. Well, I can't change your address. So, so let, me, let me interrupt you there. So it sounds yeah. to me as though you, you know, you're doing business with a multi-billion dollar company and you have three separate services, but it seems like there are three separate companies or two in that one. And, and so you were, the, they didn't seem to talk to each other. Right. Did you and have one the, bill? <laughs> I, well, that's, that's actually the reason why I talked to them eight months ago, because right. I was trying to get my bills consolidated. Ah, so yes, okay. finally I did have one bill, right. but actually in the midst of doing all this, I realized I still had two different accounts. Huh? with different email addresses that wow. went nowhere, but right. that's, I guess, beside the point. Okay. But yeah, that was the reason why I reached out to you because I, you know, I'm in business school. I, yeah. I, I'm not irrational. I understand that, um, mistakes happen and, you know, companies, you know, companies are, are, are prone to, to mistakes and, you know, my company makes mistakes. We, you know, yeah. we, we apologize. We correct. We, that's right. what we do. Um, but what I didn't get, and what I had a hard time accepting is that the different departments within this organization had no way to communicate with one another. They did not seem to be um, connected. Right. I, I don't know how else to say it. You know, when I called to express one problem, I'd have to. And, and this is even just with the cable and the Internet. Right. I, Okay, well, you're talking to customer service, but I need you to talk to the technical team. <laughs> right. Okay, so let me put you on hold and call the technical team. Well, sir, sorry, um, the technical team has a 10-minute wait, and I'm only allowed to sit on the phone with you for two <laughs> minutes. So I'm going to have to give you the number for the technical team so you can call them yourself. And then I call the technical team myself, and then they say, well, that's in sales. You're going to have right. to call and talk to oh, sales. Oh, my gosh. You know, and it was just this ping-pong effect. You know, I, I think you bring up um, – a really good point that I, I talk to companies about all of the time, which is there's all of this effort to wow people and to do all of this and say all of this when, when in fact for you and for most customers, just don't make me do all the work, right? right. So it's not, it's not, it's not wow and being over the top nice necessarily. For me, it's how much work am I having to do? Why am I learning all this stuff about your company? I want you mm -hmm. to just, I want you to just take care of it. I should call in and say, "Here's what I want," and you know, it, so it's you, funny you, yeah. yeah, it's funny you say learn all this stuff about your company because I, I made a joke about that to a few friends that I literally know their 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 customer <laughs> service line. Now. Thank you for calling. I can assure you, you've reached the right person who can address your needs. I'll be sure to address that. That would frustrate me too if that happened to me. I can only imagine. All right, let me first get your phone number so I can log into your. I mean, I knew the whole thing. It was right. it was it was almost funny. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's what I wanted. I just I didn't want. To I, I literally spent 20 hours on wow. the phone with them over maybe 10 different days. Right. I had um, I had three different appointments for installations 
that were I was stood up for every single one of them because their systems, you know, I talked to the phone, talked to one person and they say, okay, well, they're coming on Tuesday between 11 and one. Right. And then I'd hang up the phone and the next day I'd get an email saying, oh, well, they're, they're coming the following Thursday. And I'd say, well, which one is it? You know, I just, I just talked to somebody that said it was Tuesday, but their email system, their confirmation email system wasn't connected with the customer service system. Right. Oh, wow. So it just became, yeah, it became <laughs> ab- absurd. So, I, so if you're, if you're, um, if you're just joining us, you're listening to the uh, curated experience and, um, uh, we have an actual end consumer on uh, on the show with us today, and we're discussing uh, what, what might be a fairly typical case. So, so John, I, you said something really interesting to me, and I want to delve. I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about reengineering what just happened in this case. So, it sounds like they invested heavily in scripting and giving you all this. Oh, you know, I'm going to take care of it, and uh, and you, mm-hmm. heck, you know it by heart now. Right, and, right. And it drives me nuts because this is where most of this industry chooses to spend its time on verbiage and, and, and all of that. And I've said constantly, what customers want first and foremost is don't make them have to do some work. So, so along those lines, you know, tell me how this experience would have gone for you. What, what would you want if you were redesigning it? Sounds like all the niceties wouldn't have done it for you. What would you want? <laughs> Yeah, well, I would have wanted a dedicated customer service person to who would have looked into it and troubleshot and figured out what, what the problem was and resolved it and then just called me back and said, OK, we figured it out. This is what's the pro- this is this is what we have to do. Instead, I was the one who had to go and try and research and ask the questions to questions that I didn't even know. I didn't even know what question to ask, much right. less, you know, what the answer I was looking for. Um, I did find one lady who. uh who I was very grateful to talk to. I, I must have spoken to 16 different people. And then finally, after I think this is on about day eight, she spent maybe four hours on the phone with me. And I learned that before when I called, they'd say, okay, you have to, you're talking to the customer service department. Now you have to call to talk to the technical department. Now you have to call and talk to sales. Now you have to call and talk to mobile or whatever it might be. Turns out she was actually able to call all of those departments mm, herself. Right. So she just put me on hold and said, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to put you on hold, but I want to call them myself because if I lose you, then you'll get lost in the system and you'll have to re-explain everything all over again. And I, I don't want you to have to do that. So let me call. And I just thought, thank you. Thank you. And <laughs> now it wasn't, it wasn't ideal because I was still right. sitting Sit on the on phone hold. for four hours. Right. Um, I was actually trying to get ready to go to a wedding that day. So it, it was, it was frustrating, but I was all, also grateful that she actually was doing that on right. her end and, and not just calling these different departments and connecting the dots, but also escalating it and right. talking to the management mm. and talking to the field teams and the management of the field teams to say, you know, to, to, to get done what needed to get done. Um, so that, yeah, that would, that's, that would have been the ideal situation because if they, if someone had done that, then right. they would have realized that the reason, the reason I kept getting stood up for my installation is because the company didn't have my address accurate. Right. And I, I realized that, but I called and I couldn't get it fixed. So it took somebody on that back end to real to figure out why it wasn't getting fixed to identify the mistake. 
So um, one I just want to say I just yeah, want to say one please. other thing though that you had yeah. pointed out how you know this industry since seems to invest so much in kind of like the front end right. pretty perfect image. <laughs> right. I, I I ended up filing an FTC complaint and yeah. a Better Business Bureau complaint, and I sent an email out to to you and to several FTC investigators as well as executives at this company. I got contacted by. Um, by the president's office, um, I think I was contacted by two different president's office hmm. wow. offices right. um, w- within the same company, um, and one of them was f- for the, was on the mobility side, which had absolutely nothing to do with what I was calling about, <laughs> except for the fact that they threatened to cancel my phone service because I did I didn't have an active full mm. complete bundle because I didn't, I didn't have cable because I couldn't get cable. So if right. I didn't have the cable, then I wasn't completing the full um, requirements of my package. Anyway, um, the phone, the president's office from the mobile side called me probably five or six different times to ask if I was getting good customer service. They weren't helping at all and they <laughs> had nothing to do, but they kept like showing off that, hey, we're here to help you. And that really ticked me off more than anything because I thought, you're the president's office. Why can't you figure out who within your company is the real problem and go and fix it instead of just calling and asking me to take surveys and saying, aren't you glad that someone from the president's office is calling you? Because it didn't help. You know, that's funny. I was about to ask you if you got a survey because here's the the part that drives me nuts, right? You know, it's you're asking me as the end consumer – you know, to give you tips. I, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> like, right. I'm in my, as though you need my help all right. to tell you all, <laughs> all the things that are, that are wrong. So I, I want to, I want to sort of go to, 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 to one other thing real, real quickly. One of the things that struck me in your story is, you know, was there one person and you mentioned that lady who, you know, who was on there for four hours? Was there at any point, did anyone just go, Hey, you know what? I've seen that you've talked to us like 10 times. This can't, you know what? It stops here. Was there anyone? Well, they said every time I called, I can assure you, you've reached the right person. I can. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they, there were, I mean, they said it, but it was, they said it, but it it didn't, it was a lie. I mean, I just, I, I, in fact, I told him that I felt bad because I was kind of rude a couple of times because I just said, look, no offense, but I'll I'll believe it when I hear it because I've heard that from you guys more than once. Um, So, no, I mean, other than that one lady, but it was funny. I will say every the the longer this went on, the longer it took for them to review the notes in my account (laughs) every time I called because it got longer and longer and longer. The notes did. Oh, my so, so I don't let's, know if that answers your question. No, but. no, and it does. Um, and I want to I want to recap real quick because I'm running out of time. Um, I, I want to talk about the main the main points here. So one is effort. So let's go to this topic of effort in terms of advice and and and, and what you would say is, you know, it, it sounds to me as though for you, ground zero is do not make me do all the work. So. We're talking about this company, and everyone probably knows who we're talking about. Uh, they're big, they're huge, they're complicated. So, 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 what would you say to them? And um, you're a professional yourself. What would you say? How does a company like that shield you from all of their all of their complexity? Because you don't want any complexity at all. You're, 
you know, we're all iPhone and Samsung and all of those things where it's simple, get to it, here you go. How do, how, how do organizations shield you from that? In my opinion, yeah. um, I think that establishing some sort of a claims process yeah. would be really efficient. Whenever customers call, they have a problem, they have a complaint. All right, let me create a claim number for you and assign a claims agent to address it, to look into it, to figure out what the problem is. And you'll have one point of contact and that claims agent will continue to call you and you will have a phone number for that claims agent whenever you had any questions to follow up and investigate. Because that was another part of the problem is that every time I talked to someone, I could never call them back to, mm, right. to, to, to validate what they said or to say, hey, that number you gave me didn't work. Because right. it was all a generic 1-800 number. And they said, sorry, I don't have a direct line you can reach me at. So that would, be, that would be my best recommendation Damn. from a customer service side. But I'll tell you, the second thing that's equally, if not more important from my perspective, is they, 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 they have to look at their management information system and their infrastructure and figure out a way to have their systems talk to one another. Because... From my perspective, it, that doesn't happen. And it, it was mind blowing. Yeah. You know, and, and that's it. So it sounds like you're calling different companies. And, and the irony is, you know, and for those of you who listen to my show, you hear me talk about how omnichannel is a myth and it's like a unicorn. And the reason I say that is I can't get most companies I do business with to connect two phone calls I made in the same day, right. much less connect an email and phone and chat. And I'm going, no, no, we are getting distracted as an industry. Like, let's let's get good at just letting the same company, let the uh, phone department and the internet department collaborate and actually know that each other exists. And then we can, and then we can sort of uh, move forward. No, I, I'm, I'm really thankful you, you came in and, and, and shared your story. Uh, the last thing I want to, uh, I'd love, I'd love to get your opinion on that sort of stuck me, stuck with me was, Talk to me a little bit about the impact of the people you dealt dealt with in terms of uh, you were going through a pretty a pretty stressful and complicated issue. You got installers that came to your house. What was your overall impression of the company in terms of were they nice? Were they polite? Did everyone get it? Was everyone just doing their job? Did anyone ever see it? As you think about all of the sounds like tens of people you interacted with at that company. Um, you know I. I, I have to say that they did. They were polite. Yeah. I, I didn't. I never felt like I was dealing with somebody who was rude or dismissing, dismissive or anything like that. I, you know, and that might have just been the approach that I took because right. I, I, I work for a large corporation. I understand that these issues happen, and it's not the person's fault who I'm talking to on the other end of the line. Right. Um, so they were apologetic and they sounded empathetic, and I appreciated that. Um, and I, and I expressed that to them, but I said, you know, at the end of the day, you're not helping me. Right. And, and I'm, I'm, and with all due respect, this is not acceptable, you know? Right. And so, you know, it had to, it, I had to, I was forced to get firm and feel like I was the one who was being rude, <laughs> right. you know? Right. And that was, that was, um, uncomfortable for me, but I thought that they, they were polite. I can't yeah. say that they weren't. And, 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 you know, and that's a good place to wrap up. And, and for those of you who, you know, have listened to our show, if you're just listening, I think if you, if you learn nothing else, it's, it's this idea of trying to delight customers and trying to be over the top is not where to start. 
It starts with making sure customers don't have to exert effort. How can you make their lives simple so they're not the one who's calling one department or the other? I think another thing we've learned today is around this case management. I think you hit it spot on. While you're figuring out your company and getting your departments to talk and you've just made a big acquisition and you're trying to get them all blended together, don't let the customer be the, don't do it on the backs of your customer. Provide them one point of contact so that if they have any issues, that person can navigate internally and provide that great experience to your customers. Well, John, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. I really appreciate you doing this. And I, and I think this will, this will help folks. Thanks for sharing your story. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for raising visibility. Appreciate it. Thanks. And uh, this has been the uh, another episode of the Curated Experience. Um, you can find us on my blog at amastanuma.com, where you can uh, listen to other episodes or buy a copy of my book, The Curated Experience. And until next time, remember, the experience is either random or intentionally curated. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to The Curated Experience with Amas Tanuma. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll join the conversation online by visiting us at curatedcx.com or at amastanuma.com. That's C-U-R-A-T-E-D-C-X.com or A-M-A-S-T-E-N-U-M-A-H.com. And please invite your friends and colleagues to visit our website or iTunes where they can check this and previous podcasts. This has been a Beyond LLC production. Check us next time for another edition of The Curated Experience.